It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 billy sports is on sports radio 94 wip so you heard the news this week And for someone on the East Coast in a town that's as stable and supportive as the Philadelphia sports community is, uh, especially when it comes to the Eagles, you hear about what happened with the Oakland Raiders, who are going to be moving to Las Vegas, a, a city that's based almost exclusively on tourism a city that has never had a professional team and now is going to have two, uh, a hockey team and a a football team. The news might not seem like all that big a deal because we're going to continue to get our football the way we want it. I've lived in walking distance from the link as a season ticket holder. I can still stroll my way down there. Wearing my midnight green, soon to be Kelly. I could do that. But for an Oakland fan, someone who, like you, grew up watching the team, watched it with their family, maybe their grandparents, family parties crowded around at Thanksgiving, bitching about the Raiders, in our case, bitching about the Eagles. I mean, you've you've been there, you've lived it. And, it, and it's a very real thing. It's a part of your life. I mean, I'm my job is to talk about it because this is what I, this is, who I am. It's what I do. 
I I have a closet that's just like full of Eagles gear. So this kind of move is is not just a footnote. It's it's more than that. And so I really want to dig into what it was like when the Eagles did nearly go out to Arizona just a few years ago. So here's where it all began. December 12th, 1984. And it's an interesting time because obviously today everyone knows what's going on before it happens. Drafts are spoiled. I mean, pick by pick, free agency, you know where players are going for the most part. It's how it is. It's a world based on scoops. You get people who over-anxiously report. But in 1984, that's not the case. And so here we are, December 12th, 1984. It's the end of the Eagles season. They have one game left. And it's four days away. Now, the idea that the Eagles were going to move was incredibly under the radar. Because think about this. There was a great story that's written on on the Philadelphia Eagles website. If you Google it, you can find it, I assure you. It's probably the first thing that comes up. Ray Dinger wrote about his experience at this time. And Ray, as we know, is a Hall of Fame reporter. And he was covering the Eagles then. So he gets a call on this day, December 12th, at 2 in the morning. And they say, it's, it's the news desk at the Philadelphia Inquirer. And they say, Ray, did you hear anything about the Eagles moving? And it's, it's in the article, he's quoted to say, like, what? Moving? What are you talking about? The Eagles aren't moving. And it wasn't just that it was a surprise announcement. That the idea of them moving was, was a possibility. But is that they could be moving as soon as the season ended. Now, again, the season was going to end four days from then. And it was going to end in Atlanta. They're not even playing the last game in Philadelphia at the Vet. So if you're a diehard Eagles fan, your last chance to see them as as a Philadelphia team, potentially, you'd have to go to Atlanta. And people went. As Dinger recalled from that time, half the stadium was Eagles fans in Atlanta with signs saying, keep the team, the team belongs in Philly, we love the Eagles. They didn't want them to go. And for all the reasons, we wouldn't want them to go now. Right? As much as you might be frustrated with the front office, you might hate Howie Roseman, you might think Carson Wentz isn't any good, you're crazy. But even with all of that, you don't, you don't like Jeffrey Lurie. You'd never want to see the team go. And so all these fans took a trip down to Atlanta to see what was a lifeless, spiritless game that ultimately resulted in an Eagles loss. So the fans were caught up by all this. The The media was caught off guard by all of this. And the report didn't even come out of Philadelphia that the Eagles were going to reportedly move to Phoenix. The report came from Arizona. So this is a complete shock. Uh, he... What happened is Leonard Tose, who owned the team, made a deal with a real estate person in Arizona. The idea being that he would sell not a majority, but a significant chunk. It's I've heard between 25 and 40% of the organization to this real estate developer. And 
And the reason why is is embarrassing and, and something that probably will never happen again in the NFL or, or any professional league for that matter. Leonard Tose had to sell the team because he was an addicted gambler. And in the worst way, I mean, some people, I've had friends who say, oh, yeah, I went to the casino. I went up 300 bucks. I uh, went down, lost all of it, took 300 bucks out, lost all of it. It was a great night. Like, okay, that's a, I would never do that. But Leonard Tose, here's a quote that he had about his gambling habit and, and how much money he was in debt to casinos in Atlantic City. He said $14 million. Oh, it was more than that. I think it was more than $20 million at resorts. 14 was the number at Sands. So he's just talking about $34 million of debt to two different casinos in Atlantic City. Burning all sorts of crazy money. He said he had nights where I didn't know whether I lost $50,000 or $500,000. A complete degenerate gambler. And it got to the point where he was so broke that he felt his best way to stay afloat was to sell the team or sell a portion of the team. And in this case, he needed the money so badly that he was willing to move the team entirely. And what's so interesting about it is Tos, at the time, he gave a defense saying that he cares about the city and, and it was a money thing. See, what he said is, I feel very close ties to the city. They're all saying, all I want is the big bucks. But I'm just trying to survive. I said to the, le- to the mayor, let me live. Let me live. He was in crazy, crippling debt. There, there's a profile of Leonard Toes from just a few years later. It was about 10 years later, 1993. The LA Times did it. And, and that's where Toast ended up living. He had a big mansion. On the West Coast. And it was empty. His wife, which as far as I can tell, he's been married at least four times, divorced him. She took basically everything. All he had was the house. He had a little bit of furniture. There was nothing on the first floor. He had a little bit of furniture on the second floor where he slept. And that was it. That's how bad the financial status was of the organization, of the owner of the organization, at the time that the Eagles almost sold and moved to Arizona, out to Phoenix. It's incredible. And and Tose eventually died in 2003, and he died broke because he had this crippling habit. He was drinking, he was gambling, and and it cost him everything. Wives, the team, all of his possessions. So that's how bad the state of all of this was. So if you remember Ray Dinger being surprised at 2 in the morning about all this stuff going on, everyone was surprised. No one knew this was going on. In fact, the season... When it ended, so the season, the the news comes out on the 12th, December 12th, that they could possibly move the team to Phoenix. They end the season on the 16th of December. Two days after that, there's a meeting in New York. The league office had to call it, and they got all of the owners together, and there was 28 teams at the time. And they had to discuss with Tose just how in debt he was, which, as we know, was absurdly in debt. And... They had to, to find a way to keep the team in Philadelphia. And there was a couple of factors that led to the team staying. 
And in part, from the league standpoint, and, and as it is with most moves, they have to have it approved by the owners. The reason the Oakland move that just happened, the Raiders going from Oakland to Las Vegas, it's because the owners got together and voted. It was 31-1 to 1 to make that move. They approved it. It's a business decision. There's a lot of... All the teams have a stake of each other, in a sense. And so you want to make sure they move at the right time for the right reasons. And moving the Eagles out of Philadelphia, a town that loves the Eagles, because the owner has a gambling problem, is not a good reason to move the team. And so the league was so concerned, they actually filed a lawsuit against Tose to keep the team in Philadelphia. Now, that didn't go anywhere because, thankfully, they were able to convince Tose to keep the team in Philadelphia. Now, what happened, and, and this is what all moves are about for major sports organizations, comes down to the stadium and the deal and the money involved in that. And they did a, a crazy amount of things in order to make it tenable for Leonard Toast to keep the team and keep them in Philadelphia. So they changed the lease. They added 50 luxury boxes to the vet. 50. And that profit went to the Eagles. They got a higher percentage of the concessions that were sold. They had a new practice field that was built. And here's the interesting thing. Because Toast was so cap-strapped, as you could call it, they extended, they extended the lease 10 years, but also said that Toast doesn't have to pay rent on the lease for 10 years. They gave him 10 years of amnesty of, of payments on the lease, which were at the time $800,000 a year. And this is in 1984. So he didn't have to pay for 10 years. And they had to do all of those things. The city government, the mayor, had to negotiate all of this stuff to keep the team in town. I mean, think about this. Such a colossal effort from from the city, from the league, and from Tose himself to, to agree on all of this. And it all happens within a week. Really? I mean, it's it's unbelievable. December 12th is when all this stuff happened. The league meeting concluded maybe eight days, six days after that. Not long. This team was incredibly close to going out of town. And and it's it's so fascinating because there's there's so much more context to to this time of of as a fan, as a football fan, of where the Eagles were in this moment in history because all right, it's 1984. You're just a couple of years removed from a Super Bowl run. You still have Ron Jaworski at quarterback. And if you're a real diehard football fan in Philadelphia, and think about this, if, if, if you weren't around at the time, the Philadelphia Stars had won the championship for the USFL in 1984, the same year that all of this happens. And just a couple of months later, now the, the USFL was playing their seasons in the spring. They weren't competing with the NFL. Well, in October, so two months before the news is announced that the Eagles could move to Phoenix, the Stars moved to Baltimore. So a football team had just left town, a professional team, an actual championship winning team had just left town. And they moved because that was when the USFL made that switch to be from a spring league to be a direct competitor and be a fall league team. 
We all know how that went. But as a football fan, I, I imagine being there December 12th and reading in the paper two months after the stars have left town that the Eagles could possibly leave town. I mean, when the stars leave, you say, okay, well, that's fine. We have the Eagles. But when the Eagles are going, it's like, oh, my God, what's left? What do you have? And so you have this crazy scenario where the league steps in, the city steps in, and they save the team. And so the last thing on all this is it, it's the money, right? So Leonard Tose is is absurdly in debt, at least $35 million to his knowledge at that time to various casinos, and you got to figure he had other debts. So a little perspective here on the value of the team, and I just think this is incredibly fascinating. So Toast buys the team in 69 and he buys it for $16 million. He sends it to Brayman, Norm Brayman in 1985. So just a couple of months after this nearly selling the team fiasco, moving the team fiasco, he sells it for $65 million. So from 16 when he bought it to 65 when he sells it, Jeffrey Lurie buys the team from Bremen in 1994. So nine years after that, he buys it for $195 million. And then we go to today, and Forbes has a a list that they do every year of how much professional franchises are worth. And the Eagles came in as the 10th most valuable franchise. When you include everything, $2.4 $2.4 billion. <laughs> I mean, you see how these prices have skyrocketed. And for Toast, a guy who died in 2003, if he didn't have this gambling problem, if he didn't have this drinking problem, he was able to properly manage the team, he could have gone along for that ride. I mean, think of think of the avenues that that it went down. He died penniless in 2003, and he could have... He could have spent his life as a multi-millionaire, king of the world, an NFL tycoon of sorts. And luckily, the league and the city were able to step in and get the team away from him, essentially. When he wanted to get the team away from us. Because think of how much that changes. Like, for me, football is my first love. It's what I grew up on. It's what I played the most as a kid. And I felt like I was good at it. And I played Madden all the time. Like, it's... It's who I am. It's it's such a strong part of my history, and it, it's how I relate with friends. We talk football all the time. College friends I haven't seen in months. Hey, uh, you're a Redskins fan? That sucks. I got my Eagles. And and so, I, I mean, I don't know where I'd be without the Eagles if they moved on that day in 1984 when they could have. So when you look back at, at Oakland, and you see them moving to Vegas and and you see the Chargers moving to Los Angeles and the Rams moving to Los Angeles it's there's just so much to it and and to forget that that frustration and and the madness and all that went on in 1984 I, I think it's important to remember and so i i just hope you appreciate the team just appreciate having it being able to root for it even even when it sucks even in those six and ten seasons or or four and twelve seasons or whatever it might be. You know, it's it's so nice to have a football team in town and, and a team that frankly I think is well run and has a good owner now, a stable owner in Jeffrey Lurie. So 
That is your history lesson uh, on the Eagles and their move for today. So 888-729-9494, pound 9494 on your AT&T, Verizon, wireless cell phones.